Hey, 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 welcome to the fourth season of Activate, a podcast consisting of purposeful conversations aimed at encouraging listeners to embrace both the beauty and chaos of life. Through laughter, tears, and brutally honest confessions, each episode will culminate with a call to action, offering tangible ways for listeners to not only strive for, but to become the best version of themselves. I'm Steph. And I'm KB. Steph is a certified holistic wellness and gut health specialist who has dedicated 10 years of her life to building multiple six-figure businesses online. And KB is a former network marketing hater turned top leader in her industry. She is a certified life coach helping women to get unstuck from the same chains that once held her back. Together, we have built a thriving business by helping incredible women just like you level up in their health and wealth, all while staying rooted in Christ. Thank you for being here. Let's do this. Hey, hey, Activators. Welcome to another week of Steph and KB did not get their ish together (laughs) to get you an episode. So we are doing another re-air. I've had so much fun going back and listening to these pre-pandemic. I don't know why I keep thinking that, but it's like pre-pandemic, like the world was a different place. So going back to these episodes from 2019 and just seeing where we were then, um, how it relates to where we are now and knowing as I listen that so many of the subjects that we're touching on are going to still be so valuable and relatable to people that are in a similar part of their journey. So in this particular episode, Steph is going through a separation in her marriage. Um, I'm about nine months pre-eating disorder recovery. So you'll hear me just talking about uh, the roller coaster that I had been on with the the ups and downs, literally, of um, my weight and feeling so much like my identity was attached to a number on the scale, feeling like an utter failure every time... Um, you know, I gained weight or I fell off my quote unquote, you know, diet or, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just wild to listen back at the place I was in and to know that I was coming off, uh, being on such a restrictive 800 calorie a day diet while doing 60 minutes of cardio every single day and feeling on top of the world and realizing that, oh my gosh, no, I felt absolutely terrible. But then the heartbreak of watching the scale go back up because my gosh, I was undernourished and underfed obviously. And um, you know, just unwell really. So it was interesting to go back and listen to my headspace at that time and, um, how I was just attaching my identity to a number on the scale and my ability to hold to, um, a restrictive diet and exercise program. And what a blessing it is now to be so far on the other side of it. And you'll hear me saying there, like, it is not good to track every, you know, bite of food you put in your mouth, but I do that today. And I am in such a healthy space with, um, with my body and I'm so proud of it. And I'm so proud of the journey I was on to get to like from there to here. And so, um, know as you listen that this is 2019 Kristen and 2019 Steph and um, the the issues that we are facing at that time and I know that they're they're still relatable today um, be prepared for a couple of f-bombs because we were we were worse versions of ourselves <laughs> in 2019 we've made some changes along the way um, you'll hear um, some talk about us just sort of wrestling through why bad things happen why God allows bad things to happen. And you can tell we are just kind of babies in our faith walk. And um, that too was so cool to see um, how far both of us have come in that department. Um, So thank you for tuning in and being loyal. We know that the group of you, the hundreds and hundreds of you that listen every week are uh, like, we are so grateful for you because we see you tuning in every single week, week after week. And we're just so absolutely grateful. So accept our apology for not being able to get a new episode out this week, but we hope that you enjoy this little throwback to 2019. Happy Monday, y'all. Oh, Lord. Hey, girl. Hey, what's going on? I didn't have my shit together. Oh, man. I was pushing record before I was ready. <laughs> 
Like, I are don't we ready? Even, I have my shit on. What's going on here? I don't even know if we're ready. We don't even know what's we happening. We need to light a candle and you know, kumbaya. I, did in, I love yeah, it. I, we got to do something. Put some drops. We should have prayed first, honestly. We, yeah. Lord. What's Dear so, Jesus. Dear Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, happy th- Thursday. <laughs> it's Monday. Monday. It's Monday yeah. for you guys. It's Thursday for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to talk through this episode today. Yeah, we have no plan and we're just going to no talk. Plan. We have a bunch of stuff going on that I guess we're not going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we, we have everything we thought we were both going to talk about. The other one's like, oh, I can't really talk about that well, at this point. I can't really talk about it either. I, so. There's just so much going on. And I hate to only share once we've like come to the other side of it, but it is mm-hmm. good to share the lesson we learned from the bad thing. And I am yeah. going to, I have, do have things to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk, but talk. yeah, there's just some heavy shit. Deep stuff. Yeah. And one it's week to the next, one minute to the next story. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And that really is what I wanted to talk about. Like how I can just be three weeks ago, so on fire, so mm-hmm. in control. So just on cloud nine mm-hmm. to fast forward three weeks later and I'm a mess. Crash, yeah. fire, burn. And you know, I'm keeping up with all the things I know to do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm thankful that I have those tools in my toolbox to get through all of this, but uh, it's not easy. And, you know, we're just as human as all the rest of you. And sometimes our lives seem, I don't know, exciting and together, fancy and yeah, Yeah. but I mean, shit's hard, you know, and I think we're always pretty honest about it. Um, For sure. I had an energy session on the way here because I was, what does that even mean? Fallen a little apart. So, like, obviously, I go to see Melissa sometimes. It's mm-hmm. been quite a long time. Yeah. Um, but my good friend Corinne does energy work. Like, she's in Utah, but mm-hmm. she still works on me. Oh, like, so she literally just does it, like, yeah. over the phone. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. It's <laughs> it's probably really honestly saved my life, no joke. So wow. she worked on AJ a little bit, too. And well, Thank God for her. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like I'm just in a bit of a valley and we know that there's mm-hmm. hills and valleys, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, I, there's hard things with my kids. I mean, I talk a lot about Caleb mm-hmm. and, um, I was, uh, there's some selling things now and, um, that's hard cause I'm really far away and, um, I just, I have a lot of big decisions to make and a lot of things to figure out. And I wasn't expecting to have to make any mm-hmm. more big decisions regarding Stellan for a while. And, um, I don't know. There's just, it's been very, very heavy on my heart. Um, but it does kind of go to show that I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like when you're like digging in so hard mm-hmm. to the word and you're so on fire, the enemy really the enemy. will. I mean, he really does. Like, yeah. When your light is shining so bright and when your love for Christ is like, I, it, it, it happens like yeah. no matter what it right. happens. And I was sad to hear that it's about Stellan. Yeah. Not Caleb. So yeah. Right. Couldn't it just keep being Caleb? Yeah. <laughs> can it just be you? Can, can it just, just continue right? can to be just you? Be, yeah. <laughs> uh, he did do a whole bunch of homework the other night, which made my heart like, like I sat with him and yeah. did it. Like I like helped him look things up and I'm like, buddy, I will help you with this all anytime you need it. Like, yeah, just be proactive enough to like get it home yeah. and out of your bag. Yeah. I'm so happy to help you. I'll do I anything for you. So that was actually really good. And I, the other morning as I was doing my journaling, instead of like <clears throat> writing all the things like that I'm praying for, for Caleb, I just wrote like all the things that have come out of it that are for the good. And you know, like I've spent so much time talking to Caleb. And if everything was fine, if his grades were fine and his emotions were fine and he was just, you know, fine, maybe I would just leave him up in his room and we'd never talk. And I wouldn't really know what was going on in his life. And, you know, I don't know. There are things to be thankful for in in the midst of any storm. Yeah. Um, So I just tried to focus that morning on just like, all right, this is, you know, this is what's come out of this and this Mm -hmm. is what's come out of it. And I also am just coming to terms with the fact that what the world says Caleb should do when he's 16 doesn't really, it doesn't have to be what it is influence. Well, it has influenced what I think he has to do, but really why does Mm -hmm. he, you know, why does he have to fit that mold? Mm -hmm. Why does he, 
And he just today, my friend Erica was like, it was like the sweetest testimony about Caleb in our Bible study and just how she's like, I can attest to the fact that he is a good hearted kid and he loves his mom. And I just got like, I got goosebumps. And you know, like I texted him the other day, I'm like, one thing you can never deny is how much your mom loves you, kid. And he's like, you're right. I can never deny that. You know, like Caleb and I don't have a bad relationship. Caleb just puts me through it. You know, like he just stresses me to the max. You gotta, uh, but one of them has to be that way. Man, I love that kid. Yeah. And that's probably part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I keep being told I've loved him too much, but well, you that's know. not possible. <clears throat> and I'm going through it too. Yeah. At least one of them needs to be like that. And I have one. And right. That's right. <laughs> I might have two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Stellan's just too far away for it. Um, but okay. So I want to, so I'm always on here mm-hmm. complaining about, food and weight and you know we did get away for a few weeks i was feeling really in control yeah and really just okay like i had just come to terms like i'm gonna gain a little weight while my body figures out oh she's not gonna starve she's not gonna binge she's not gonna do this and i'd stopped weighing myself completely it was like mm, three or four weeks i hadn't weighed myself at all which going from four or five times a day to once every three or four weeks i was like huge yeah Mm -hmm. um well speaking of huge (laughs) whatever you look amazing (laughs) good grief but okay so i i like okay so this is super embarrassing for me to talk about because i think that people look up to me as this fitness Mm -hmm. um you know i'm a coach i'm uh i work out every single day i'm always taking pictures of my healthy food Mm -hmm. i spend a lot of time talking about health and nutrition and fitness and all these things they know i haven't missed a workout in 280 days Mm or and all that is true about me but it doesn't mean I still don't struggle. Right. And mm-hmm. so I've, since I finished the Teddy Mellencamp program, mm-hmm. I've gained 20 pounds. Yeah. So that makes me, what that makes me want to do is hate on myself. Yep. Hide. Yeah. I don't want to go to Iowa because the last time I was in Iowa, I weighed 137 pounds and yeah. felt on top of the world and amazing about myself. And when I weigh whatever, 156 or whatever it is now, I want to hide. I want to, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, my gratitude is that it's fall and I can wear layers Mm -hmm. and, um, I don't want to, I'm like, okay, I have till Christmas to, you know, lose some weight. And, um, it's been like this last night I was literally, but here's the problem is that there's so much stacked on me right now. (laughs) And then I, self-sabotage so instead so easiest so i eat a donut because i walked by it 25 times that day it was harrison's birthday Mm -hmm. happy birthday buddy happy um and then stellan's is sunday so the day before this will be stellan's so he'll be 15 as well Mm -hmm. so it's always funny harrison's very very small and stellan's very very big but harrison is three days older than stellan so we always say your big big brother brother. yeah (laughs) yeah um um i have no idea what i was saying where was i at before the birthday we had birthday food so i i had planned, you know, all these things for his birthday and he wanted Karini's mm-hmm. and, um, mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he wanted. Yeah. So I prepared a meal for myself beforehand, ate, went and picked up Caleb from work, grabbed the Karini's on the way home. Jonathan got the cake and I, j- I wasn't going to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, I just had a piece of pizza and I'm like, Oh, you know, no big deal. Like I've been on this, like, it's okay. There's no bad choice. Yeah. Like just feed your body what it wants. Like yeah. if it wants pizza, have pizza, but I had already eaten dinner. Okay. So there's anyway, then Jonathan cuts, like it wasn't an ice cream cake. I can say no to ice cream cake. I don't know what this was, but it was like a giant cookie <laughs> with like, I don't know, but it was gooey and fudgy and oh. minty and so, so good. Yum. So I had a piece and a half. Um, and then, and then I wasn't going to have a donut the next morning, but I got him donuts because the next yeah. morning was his actual birthday. And I held off all day. I'm really good in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I walked by that effing thing of donuts mm-hmm. so many times and I just ate one. And then that night, just to punish myself, I weighed myself mm. after three weeks and it's at night and it's yeah. like, and I was wrecked. Yeah. I was sitting on the side of the bathtub. I'm crying. Um, and I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, I just put so much pressure on myself and I put so much, I don't know, that number mm-hmm. really gets to me. And this is why diet culture is a problem. It's, a problem. it's why tracking your food is a problem. Tracking everything you put in your mouth is a mm-hmm. problem you know, counting every calorie, counting every macro, um, weighing yourself every day. It's why all that you can't get caught up in any of these numbers mm-hmm. because I felt perfectly fine and wonderful the very, the day before, yeah. 
one piece of pizza and a piece of cake and one donut didn't derail me mm-hmm. at all in any way. It's that I saw that number on the scale right. and then it ruined. I weighed the same the day before. Yeah. And I had a wonderful day. I felt great about myself. I am killing it in the gym because yeah. I have energy. Uh, you look great. I think well, you look great. I mean, thank you. And the girls at the gym are like, we couldn't tell. She, Erica, mm-hmm, she goes, she goes, uh, I'm like, Erica, I'm four pounds away from what I weighed last year when I was like so unhappy with myself, like yeah. the most I ever got. And she's like, oh, well, you don't look like that. We could tell you got bigger last year, but we we don't notice that this year. You still look <laughs> it's dispersed all differently. This it's time. all dispersed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I've just been feeling so, and then it makes me feel like my entire identity is wrapped up in mm-hmm. that. And so that, so I need to hide. Is that when this came about though? What do you mean? With Stellan? It was, well, I mean, obviously I've been progressively gaining. Well, I mean, New York but I mean, didn't like help, but it was, yes, it was the that same day. day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So same thing. So like everybody with me and I was like, holy shit, look at you. Oh my God, he looks so good. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, not eating will do that. See, isn't that so, it's so sad that our society says we look amazing, mm-hmm. like in the depths of our deepest depression because right. we haven't eaten in <laughs> weeks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's like, ooh, we just have gotten this this image of what this perfect body looks like in a perfect body is a starving body. Mm-hmm. And I do go back to that, you know, being on that last program and I was starving. Mm-hmm. I loved, I felt amazing. Like I know, in I my mind, being like, I felt amazing. You're still hungry. You should keep eating. Starving. Yeah. I mean, I was eating 800 calories a day oh God, yeah. and then binging my ass off on Sunday yeah. and then going straight back to it and just waiting for Sunday and waiting for Sunday yeah. and going to bed at 6 PM because I didn't have the energy yeah. to get past that. Right. And I, I'm sure I've said this, but Jonathan would literally take my hand and help me to the bed. Yeah, dude. I did not have the energy. I was working out 60 minutes a day of cardio and eating 800 calories. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. But that's what I have to do to have that body that in Mm -hmm. my mind seems perfect. Mm -hmm. And so I have, I've really been through working with Jenny and through these different things that I've, you know, that I'm doing. I was really, and I am, I'm still really learning. And just because like, it's like, it's like I'm an alcoholic that's had a Mm -hmm. relapse. Like this is an addiction. That's what I was going to say. It's like the Stellan thing came up that's what you know to do. And that's completely normal. Right. You know, I have all of these things going on too. And I feel thankful that I'm doing sober October because otherwise right. I'd be getting. Well, and I feel like there are depths of um, depression and despair where either you overeat or you you don't eat at all. Yeah. Do you we're know what I'm saying? Like we're on opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, so in my head, I'm going, oh, I probably only ate 800 calories, which I should be eating two, you know what I'm saying? But, and it's, I don't know, it it just, it's hard. And again, like when you're, I mean, for example, like I called you yesterday, I was really devastated yesterday. I went and had a consult yesterday (laughs) and I walked out of there feeling like, because even though I'm under eating, I am still working very hard mm-hmm. and I am proud of myself. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm on another end of healing, even through the separation and everything that's going on, you know, but I'm like, there's still parts of me that I used to not be self-conscious about, mm, but like yeah. now I am. And then I go <clears throat> yeah. to this consult and now I'm like, oh my God, I'm like ruined. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it just, and probably it's because I'm not drinking or hitting my pen or right. <laughs> whatever right. else I would do. Would done, yeah. So now I'm like, Oh my God. But so it just, terrible. so I just have to, in which I was so good at going back to like, I am not a number mm-hmm. and God doesn't look at me and say, I love you so much. When you weigh 137, yeah. he looks at me and says, you are the most amazing thing in the entire world, no matter how much you weigh. I love that. You it is this, today, um, right this morning. Yeah. It's just this whole, it's just in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I have to keep working on and I have to remember who I am and whose I am. Yeah. And um I was on this just oh well life, eating life. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, where are we at now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um so there is and but I wasn't doing what I knew I needed to do. I was simply right. just letting myself have whatever felt good. Mm-hmm. And um for a little while I was okay with it. And then mm-hmm. I realized, wait, I'm not feeling like myself. Yeah. I'm not feeling as good as I was feeling before right. because I'm making different choices. Well, and then it's like mentally. Can't so think. even though I hadn't seen the number, I was feeling mm-hmm. like, okay, 
you need to back up. Well, then the stress hits and then, you know, it just kind of derails. Yeah. And so that, if that happens to you, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. And I do work out every single day and I still have these. It just shows like that, like our bodies are made in the kitchen, not in the gym. Like you can tone up and do all these things, but it really is your diet. Yeah. And that might be for me, I wish I could switch that around. If mm-hmm. my body could be made in the gym, I would be right banging, right? Yeah. But it's not. That's just isn't the way it is. Mm-hmm. And well, and we're also, older. So we're it's older both parts. It's and it's just like I just keep looking at these magazines or people on TV and that's not how our bodies were made. Mm-hmm. Think about like Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Like she was the epitome Curvy. of curves yes. and the, the perfect body. Mm-hmm. But we would look at that now in someone's body and think, yeah. I wouldn't want to look like that. I wonder what she's eating. Which is sad. Yeah. So I've just been, that's been like piled on top of my stress and I've been having a hard time with that. And it just gets, it, I obsess. And so mm-hmm. that's all I can think about. And that's all I can just think that I'm miserable. And then, and then I begin to obsess about what am I going to eat next? What am I going to yeah. eat next? Like I'm so excited about food, even though like last night I was not even remotely hungry, mm-hmm. but all I could think about is when I get to eat dinner mm-hmm. because I'm using food for pleasure. It's filling in that when I'm in a negative space, food is the mm-hmm. only thing that feels good. Yeah. Until it doesn't. Yeah. There's a book that my friend read too that I wonder if it's helped her tremendously. Mm -hmm. She's lost a ton of weight. I just read a book called Women, Food, and God, and it was very interesting and amazing. And I really liked it. It doesn't, it's God. Well, Sarah told me about it and it's God is not our God. God is whoever right you god is for you um but it um it was really good i really got a lot out of it and i know that this is just a journey and Mm -hmm. it truly does give me compassion for people who struggle with other kinds of addictions because i can't get a handle on this sometimes Mm -hmm. and even when i have had a handle on it for some amount of time it still creeps back yeah like it's not something that i can just addiction is not better or worse or different than another. Right. Right. And it, it, it's, that's what this is. And so I'm just a work in progress and Mm -hmm. I will just continue to have three sizes of everything in my closet (laughs) so that I can always fit into. (laughs) Luckily you have so many things. (laughs) I do. I do have a full, full range of sizes. So, um, but it's okay. And I also have to remember that one, most people can't even see this weight on me. I'm tall. Yeah. And so like, especially like 10 pounds or, you know, whatever doesn't show up easily on Mm -hmm. someone who's tall. Um, but it's just me. And I have to remember that I don't, I'm, I'm so much more valuable than my weight and it has nothing to do with anything that I, it doesn't take away anything about me. And that's what I always feel like is like, I'm a fraud. Like, yeah. I this is my identity, and then I'm here. I am like right. eating the donut and the pizza yeah. and the and um, it's the talking about it that matters, right? And it's also I had five servings of mac and cheese and three gigantic cookies last Sunday. I'm glad you have that. <laughs> <At> Cox <laughs> you, Farm, you have room for it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this is. Good. And it's also our bodies are also made to gain a little bit of weight at right. this time of year. We're not supposed to be. Yeah. Or stick thin like in the cave winter. People, we need right. fat. We need you need some. So this is how I make myself <laughs> feel. And now we're better. See, <laughs> right? We need so winter anyway, hats and yes, some fat. That's right. And so I've been. That's been a thing. Yes. Um. But you know. Well, it is a good thing to bring up right now, though, because this is the time of year. Well, that, this is when we're gonna do it, and yeah. we talked about this though. So these last 90 days, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to stop working out or stop trying to do my best because it's like, well, the holidays are coming or this is going to happen or whatever. No, I'm going to keep trying to do my best. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to wait till January 1st. I'm not going to wait till Monday. I'm going to just keep Keep bugging along and every day, you know, just do my best. Yeah, I have to do. It's funny because I most of the time I actually am in way better better shape in the winter in the winter because a I have. I can't stand the cold and dark. So there's that. But also in the summer, I'm like, hey, it's Friday. Brewery on the hey, weekend. Hey, it's Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Cook out. Hey, right. Sunday, everyone come to my house. Like it's right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday every right. week, you know? Right. So now it's like, all right, I just want to like be warm Yeah, turn the fireplace and, on yeah. and snuggle in. Yeah. So the other morning I woke up. Um, oh, it was so it was the day before Harrison's birthday. And we were celebrating that night because he went to his mom's after school on the day of his birthday. 
and Asher had been sick. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that kid, but I swear he's been sick since June. Yeah. Um, so he came home sick on Friday and was sick Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, took him to the doctor on Tuesday. Yeah. And then he finally was able to go back to school yesterday and it was a virus. And mm-hmm. so nothing they can do, just a fever and a cough and a sore throat and just his eyes look terrible and yeah. no, he couldn't sleep because the cough was terrible. And um, so we were running on yeah. not much sleep. And so it was Tuesday morning. Harrison and Caleb missed the bus. And so they came back up. I'm like, okay, it's all right. You know, it was definitely, it was Caleb's fault. (laughs) And so Jonathan drove the, or no, I'm sorry. I drove them to school and I had, so Ashley couldn't go to school and I'm freaking out because it was the last day of my challenge at the gym. I had a focus meeting like to end my, so Mm -hmm. I couldn't wait to get to the gym anyway. So I could like step on the scale and be like, oh yeah, I gained 11 pounds during this challenge. (laughs) This is, this has been incredible. (laughs) (laughs) so I already had this like I haven't slept they missed the bus the cleaners were coming so I was trying to get the house together for the cleaners had to drive the kids to school I I look down I have zero gas and I have to be at this meeting (laughs) it's like you or me uh, yeah exactly (laughs) so I finally get out the door I get behind a bus I'm like what the hell and I being late is like a thing for me it gives me such anxiety Mm -hmm. so I'm like I called the gym I'm like listen I'm behind a bus and I'm going to be late and I have this meeting and I have no gas. And they're like, okay, it's, a, you good. know, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I literally got there at eight thirteen. My meeting was at eight fifteen. Yeah. Um, but so then this is all by eight o'clock. Well, then I'm leaving the gym and I'm in a hurry because Jonathan has Asher mm-hmm. and he was like nice enough to stay home and wait for me, but he had to meet somebody at the office at 10 o'clock and it's like nine 20 and I called him like, do you want to meet me somewhere? Or, you know, what? he's like, I can't, you wash my pants and they, my car keys and my wallet were in there and I've looked <laughs> everywhere and I know they were in the brown pants and I'm just feeling terrible. I'm like, I, they're not like, if they're not in the washer or they didn't fall out in the basket, like, right. I feel like I would have noticed that when I picked up the pants. I'm like, I don't yeah. know. And he's like, I've got to be at the office. He's not being mean, but right. just clearly frustrated. Yeah. And I'm just like, you're mad at me for washing your pants? Yeah. Like, you know, and so I'm in a panic. And so I'm like, let me just leave the gym and let me get to you. And then I'm like, if I have no gas. And so I had to stop at the gas station. And get, I put like $20. You can go like the a old couple days, of days. Like the old me. days yeah, when you had to put like $10 or $20 <laughs> of gas because that's all you had. You like four bucks. Uh, yeah, $4. <laughs> Fill it up. Um, until it gets to four. Right. Uh, you start getting nervous, like three eighty five. Yeah. Uh, so I stop at the gas station, and then I go. I'm like, he's like, where are you at? And I'm like, um, I'm on, I'm on, um, Vent Hill. I'm coming. And he's like, he goes, fuck, that's far. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, and I'm like, for those like, of you who don't know, it's I'm like eight minutes away. And he just, like, and he doesn't even say the f word. Okay. So I'm oh, like, he really said it. Yeah. And I'm like, um. I'm like, did you find your wallet? He's like, yeah, I found it. It was in my office. I must have taken it out last night. I'm like, oh, like I literally was on the verge of a panic attack because right. I felt so terrible. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, I needed a nap at like 908. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't even like, I'm like, what has my life become <laughs> like already this morning? And then Harrison missed the bus again the next morning. Mm. I don't know why, but it was his birthday. I'm like, well, happy birthday. You know, right. let's go. Yeah. I couldn't be mad. Uh, but I don't know. It's just been, it's been a week around here. It's been a full moon. It, is that, it has been a full mm-hmm. moon. We were playing with the puppies the other night. Oh my God. Speaking of the yeah. puppies. So they've been in this baby gate situation. Yeah. I'll have to post this cause it's hilarious. Um, and la- no, this morning I went to take Asher to school. No, I think I just was going to check. No, Caleb was leaving. So it was like 620 or something and he was getting ready to go outside. And I, they're in like this baby gate thing, yeah. right? I open the door and I just hear them all coming. So they're running up the steps. They, <laughs> so they figured out if they all jump on one side of the baby gate, they can knock, they it, can over. knock it over. Oh, so they no. were just in the garage all night. And it, it is destroyed. Like oh. the baby gate is flattened. All Caleb's shoes are eaten. Like they've, they found like, I don't know, paper. And like, so there's little pieces of paper all over the entire <laughs> <garage>. <laughs> I'm like using my foot to push their heads out. I'm like, no, no, you can't come in. You can't oh, come in. You're full no. of poop, poop everywhere. And so that was kind of hilarious. I'm like, oh, hey, well, the puppy hurricane today. Well, so uh, that's actually what they're working on right now. They're power washing the garage and then putting an actual an actual chain link fence yeah. kennel inside of the garage oh my because it's going to be too cold yeah. for them to be outside. They're actually out here right now, yeah. 
they go in the chicken coop for the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is just, it's hilarious. Are they on the fence? Um, no, Mm -mm. no, they're not. They got to get to the vet. We got to get those babies chipped. Yeah. And they haven't been to the vet yet. So we have to do that. And they're just, they're the sweetest things. Like I love them so much, but you said full moon and that we were outside playing with them the other night. I'm like, do you guys see the moon? Yeah. My gosh, it was amazing. That's got to be what's really a hunter's going on. moon or something. The other night, I can't remember. I read about it, but I can't remember what mm. it, what it was. But yeah, they're sweet. But oh my gosh, lots of poop. Oh man, I just died laughing when I looked at the <laughs> looked at the garage. Yeah, you're like, oh, so JB, what are you gonna? Gosh. Did you think and about? He just stays in such a good mood about it. I think he just knows that he can't. Like, what's he gonna say when he brought home four puppies? So. <laughs> is he walking them i mean they just go he go takes them outside and they all run around yeah. i mean the kid you know the kids roll around in the grass yeah. and they run around everywhere they're and so they, cute they're so cute they're gonna want to run a little further oh real soon oh my gosh yeah they are that's what i said I'm, oh he might as well anxiety. just put a dog park i can't even like i'm like i can't even watch you take them out because i feel like they're one's gonna run away mm-hmm. <laughs> there was actually a post uh two days ago i had to screenshot it it was an old brown chocolate lab and it was lost in Noakesville. Someone had found this dog and people were immediately like, oh, we've seen him before, like tagging You're that kidding. mean woman. And like, do you have their information? Blah, blah, blah. It's, it turns out to be like some girl dog named Sadie. And it was not even near here. What a bunch Holy of assholes. Smokes. Like, what's the ha- deal? Who remembers like that? Don't you have other things to think about? Good Lord. Yeah. So anyway, I've, I've, I'm always on pins and needles worrying about that. I know. Crazy, <laughs> right? Jeez. Oh, we know who it is. Yeah, right? Oh, it's a brown dog. It has to be there. <laughs> Good Lord. I swear. Um, so I'm doing this Bible study yep. at church, and I just wanted to talk a little about what we're learning. And I think I did mention on here that I've been a little nervous because I feel like everything that's coming to me lately is like preparing me for something terrible to happen. Mm -hmm. But I also am encouraged by the fact that I think in my faith journey, it's been the one thing that I've never been able to understand is like why bad things happen. So maybe I'm just learning Mm -hmm. like it's God's not just like, okay, let's get her all prepared so we can like rip the sabotage, you know? Um, But so I've been I don't know. I just feel like everything has been come back to like that theme. And you um, texted me and you said, wasn't church amazing yeah. the other day? And so you had gone, did you go Saturday? I went um, nine, 9 a.m.? The 9. Okay. So I was at the 11 a.m. Yeah. And so for me- I was me, like, it's exactly what we're talking about. Right. But for me, it felt scary. Mm. And for you, it felt, you loved it. It felt yeah. amazing. So it's interesting how the same message just resonates yeah. differently, like depending on your season of life. Yeah. Because did he tell the story of the two-year-old that died? No. Oh, see, that's where I couldn't, I couldn't. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, definitely so, not. So wasn't it incredible? It was so <laughs> awesome. Didn't you love church? I'm like, oh gosh, it was difficult. But so the pastor was talking about, um, well, he called it a head scratcher. Mm-hmm. And he said, lots of times people or things happen to people. And I don't have an explanation for mm-hmm. it. I It is it is a head scratcher. And he said, for instance, there was this um, two-year-old baby that passed away of a brain aneurysm. Mm-hmm. And he did the funeral. And it was like his very first funeral that he ever did after like coming into the ministry. Like how difficult right. would that be? Well, he was describing this baby like in his dinosaur pajamas, like, and they had dinosaurs all around his casket. And I know it. it, So that's one of those things. Like I just can't like reconcile the death of a child. Like that's the one thing. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, it's a head scratcher. He's like, Mm -hmm. I can't tell you why that would happen. He said, but 51 people that were at that funeral gave their life to Christ that day. They were not believers. Wow. But I still have trouble with that because yeah. I don't want, I don't want my child to be the one that even, but yeah. So it's talking about how God will allow suffering for greatness. <clears throat> yes. So that he may be glorified in the end. Yeah. Glorified. So I, as much as we struggle with that concept, um, it's really difficult. Like people have like, gone through these terrible losses Mm -hmm. and then they've come 
you know, like say these people who suffer a tragedy and then they go on to like start a foundation and help all these people. And so that is for the glory of God. However, I bet most of them would say, well, I'd rather have my daughter back. Right. Or, you know, so it's, it's still like, it's just so hard to fathom but I just feel like I'm gaining more understanding. Like God doesn't make it happen. Like it happens as a result of sin coming into the world. Like whether it's your sin or someone else's Mm -hmm. sin or, you know, um, it all goes back to Eve eating the apple and giving us free will. And so then, you know, even like natural disasters and things can have started right from sin. And, um, It talks about how sometimes things happen as a result of our sin and sometimes things just happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And And because of someone else's. He was talking about suicide and then just like failed marriage. Yep. And Mm, mine. Right. In the earlier service. Yes, that he was. You're right. You're right. Um, But I also think that um, you have to think about, so God doesn't, think about our life in the context of like the 85 years we get to live on this earth. He's thinking of the entire Mm -hmm. picture. Mm -hmm. So we don't get all these answers here, but Mm -hmm. we do eventually. And he does use it all for his good. And that doesn't make it better. That doesn't make it easier easier to get through, but it does sort of answer the question. Why? Why? Yeah. Why do the bad things happen? Why does it happen? And it's like, it is such a momentary thing. Like think of all of the things that you have gone through that you thought in the moment, like, how am I ever going to live through this? Right. And you think too about like, I don't know how it could be worse, but sometimes maybe he was protecting that person from something even worse that could have happened in their life. Right. But we don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't know those answers. We don't, we can't see ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about how, um, you know, that saying God will never give you more than you can handle. Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> God every day yeah. gives us more than we can handle. Yeah. And he does that so that we will turn to him and mm-hmm. put our faith in him and know that we can't get through it on our own, but well, with, with him, yeah. yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I've been. Yeah. It's how, are you glorifying God in the decisions that you're making while the hard times are happening? Like, yes, you're in a hard time, but are you on your knees praying? Are you still acting as a Christian? Mm -hmm. Are you still being kind to others? Are you still showing up when you need to? Are you glorifying him? We, um, this, People were talking about how if you um, filter every situation in life through um, your knowledge of the truth that God is always, always, always good. Mm -hmm. And he is always, always, always with you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It makes me, it makes me, I don't know. It's scary to know that all this tragedy can still happen. Like we can't pray ourselves out of it. We can't Mm -hmm. protect ourselves. We can't protect our kids. Like they're, their story is already written. Mm -hmm. If we could see a year ahead into the future, that would be terrible. Right. Like God protects us from being able to know what is in front of us because we couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. I just think he he has it all set up so perfectly. It's just that we don't get to have all the answers while we're here. Right. And that's hard because we, that's what we want. And then about how the blessing isn't always wrapped up the way we want it to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's sort of like the, um, thanking God for unanswered prayers because we don't know what's best for us. But also um, she, in this book, Lisa Turkhurst, she talks about how um, she was going through the infidelity in her marriage. And had that not happened, she wouldn't have slowed down enough in her life to go get a mammogram and find out that she had cancer. And she found out that she had cancer in time that it was treatable. Now, had she just been going and going and going and going, she would, but no one would want that blessing to come like that. Right not wrapped up in a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a little quote I saw and it said, I asked for flowers and God sent rain. And it's like, yeah, "Mm, yeah, you know, you don't get flowers without the rain. Right. And then I often think when I'm praying, like, God, please just help Caleb to understand that he has to take care of his diabetes. I'm always afraid that he will answer that prayer by giving us a scare. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Monday. I hope that you're in a really, <laughs> a really good say, mood after all that. 
It's also, I'm in this, um, it's just on Facebook, but it's um, like prayer for my child. Mm. Um, and so it's all of these just amazing intentional prayers, like specific prayers about please use, you know, his gifts, you know, things that I just can't ever, I'm still in that season, I guess, of like wanting to know how to pray better or more intentionally right? or, you know, like not being afraid to be specific in my prayer or like what I'm praying for. I feel like it's always the same thing where I'm like, yeah, you know, dear God, yeah. please, you know, give us our angels today. Please literally the us. other morning I was writing and I'm like, God, I am so sick of writing to you about Caleb and food. I am so sick and tired of yeah. writing about it. Like it's so every you need to single like pray day. for intentionality of free me from the, you know, right. Right. Free right. Me I do from, free me from it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. From the change of chains of food addiction. I, I do pray yeah. for that. And then we talked about too, like rebuking the devil mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. And we were talking yeah. about how if you, um, you know, cast him away in Jesus name, mm -hmm. he has to flee. Yeah. And we are looking for the specific verse in the Bible, but, um, it's interesting and something I don't always do. Like, yeah, no, like my, my friend was like, not this marriage, Satan, not this child, Satan, not, you know, like, and it's just like, Oh, Oh, I got goosebumps. You yeah. know, it's like, man, yeah, I, that's something I don't think to do. Right. Like, I feel like that was, something that I've recently learned mm -hmm. too, just saying Jesus Christ out loud. Right. And so sometimes I just say Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ is my savior. Like right. get the fuck right. out of here, mm -hmm. dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, be gone with not, all of that noise. Not today, Satan. Not today. Yeah. <clears throat> what else? I don't know. Ugh. Not much else. Gotta go I back. have a couple days left to start packing. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Lord, you got like 10 days. I know. Two weeks, right? It's, I just, <clears throat> I get rid of stuff so often. Mm -hmm. So like, even when we moved into this house, it's, I don't have much stuff. So I'll have the movers come and do like the big stuff. And then I'm going to paint like my office and stuff like that. And I'll just <clears throat> bring my clothes and whatnot over. But right. I'm excited. Good. I've went through a little panic. Yeah. It's just hard. It's normal. Yeah. It's hard. And you know, I feel like I was doing so well. And then I, I just, my biggest thing is always shame. Like yeah. I let shame then like grab me and get a hold of me. And, mm -hmm. you know, I know that I'm making the right decision and everything, but it's hard. Yeah. And so just one day it's excitement and one day it's That's how I've been shitty. feeling. Like you literally just <laughs> never know when you wake up in the morning, how it's going to go. Well, and it sucks with anxiety and you can do all of the things like you can use all of your tools. I can take all the herbs, but every day it's going to be different. Yeah. So just got to keep doing what, what you can do. And some days One you foot just in front of the other. Yeah. I feel like some days you also just have to be okay with falling apart. I guess I've come to realize that too. Like I actually cried in front of AJ the other day and I, I'm almost stubbornly against crying in front of him, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then of course, as soon as he's like, mommy, right. You look like you're going to cry. Right. And he's like, you are crying. And then he went around the corner and started crying. Right. Right. And I was like, buddy. And he was like, I just want to make you happy. And I'm like, I'm oh, not crying not because you. of you, buddy. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm sorry, you don't see me cry. <clears throat> at all i was like because right. i don't want you to feel bad you know right. and then he like ran outside it was freezing and all of a sudden he comes in with this cutest little weedy flower yeah and i was like he's like i saw it the other day and this Aww. is a perfect time to pick it for you Aww. you know and it's like bless his heart yeah. but it's that's that's a hard thing for me is like i always want i always feel like like how you're saying about just you are the face of fitness and mm -hmm. wellness and health mm -hmm. and like yeah i'm that too but like then I'm like, well, so many people look up to me as their leader, you know, right. whatever. And it's like strong, but I'm not, right. I'm not that strong right. anymore. Or even when I appeared to be so strong, I was just a front. But isn't that being strong? Right. True. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel. Yeah, it is. And it's also okay for your kids to see it. And yeah. it's okay. Last night I, hollered at Asher and he didn't do anything. He just needed me for something that annoyed me. Yeah. And 
I was in a bad mood. Like I, everything was wrong. And he's like, I'm sorry, mommy. And I'm like, it's not, it's not you, yeah. buddy. I'm, I'm sorry. Like yeah. you're allowed to ask me to help you with anything you want. And I'm sorry. It's just that mommy's not having a good day yeah. and it doesn't have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. I love you more than anything. And you're the best boy in the entire world. But sometimes I just have a bad day yeah. and he was fine with that answer. And, you know, but I hated that I made him feel bad, but yeah. Also, we all have emotions and yeah. bad days, so. Yeah, that's what we dealt with today in AJ's therapy. He, you know, there's anger and mm-hmm. some other stuff going on. And then when I came into the room, she was like, do you want to tell mommy about this picture? Mm-hmm. You know, or about, there's a number of different pictures. And um, he didn't want to tell me or he wouldn't look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, it, it was looking at me. Yeah. You know, he's so much me. He's half me and half his dad, yeah. you know. And so, like, he didn't want me to know that there was anger. or He didn't, right. you know, and I was like, buddy, you know. And so, anyways, I was like, dude, you know what we can do? Like, if you're angry, just tell me. And so, like, when we left there, I was like, I'm going to roll all the windows down. And we're both going to scream as loud as we can out the window, okay? Yeah. Let's get all of our anger out. And yeah. he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, so we're like, ah! out the window and then I was like you know what else we can do if we if you're at home and there's a time where you're feeling very angry even if you don't want to let me know you know what you can do you got boxing gloves and I got mitts and we can put you know what I mean and so like just that's the only thing I fear about not being open with my right about being too strong right is because then he feels like he 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 can let it out yeah also that's one thing that since his sensory diagnosis he lets it be shown now Mm. like he I think was hiding so many of the things for so long right that like now he lets it be shown which is cool so anyways Mm. it's another learning yeah day by day by day every day hard it really is there's hard hard stuff in life Mm -hmm. and then I always think like I told you like sometimes I hate to say it like somebody listening has it way worse than me oh yeah And so sometimes then I feel guilty because, Mm -hmm. well, gosh, they are going through that. I shouldn't be complaining about this. But then you know what? This feels big to me today or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, and it is a big deal, whatever it might be that I'm worried about or struggling Mm -hmm. with. And so it's, you don't have to apologize for talking about it or for the way it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. It just, I appreciate what we're doing just on this platform too, because I've been, I know I've talked about this recently, but come to find out. (laughs) She like that. (laughs) I wish you guys could have just seen my head movement. Come to find out I've been like severely judged about like my social media, you know, and it's like my social media and what I share is to inspire other people people first of all right second of all don't assume that i'm just like this high and mighty like right. whatever right. because it's what i'm saying to myself or to empower other well, people also it's how people it's people are taking it from a different like maybe they feel insecure around you or maybe they feel you know so they're taking it from a completely different perspective than what yeah. you're like putting it out into the world with yeah I mean, that's a them problem and not a you problem. Yeah, it's a them problem. Yeah. But I've let it hold me back for a long time. I mean, I, you know, like what my mission or purpose, what I believe my purpose is Mm -hmm. from God is to empower people. Like Mm -hmm. that's what we're doing here. You know, that's why we can be here and honest and safe and, you know, whatever. So I don't know. It's, I love seeing other people there's nothing wrong with sharing your struggles. It's not, you're not sharing struggles for attention, right? You're sharing struggles to let other people know that they're not alone. It takes bravery to do that. Right. So, right. Right. That. And I mean, I think if you get feedback like that, so then take a step back and look at, take a, take a look at what you're putting out there and think about it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some people are always complaining mm-hmm. on Facebook or right. like putting all their shit out there. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's too much. And someone the other day said, why does everything about my life always suck? And I said, maybe because you're constantly you're focused, focused on, on the suck. Yeah. Um, Cause we could all do that. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's life is, yeah. you know, simple. For it's sure. just per- perspective. Um, 
And you can unfollow, block, or right. remove any of those people. Right. <laughs> and you could do the opposite for our podcast and you could like, <laughs> like share, subscribe, subscribe, and review. Rate and review. <laughs> Today, um, Speaking of activators, uh, Melissa and Sarah are killing the challenge. Yeah, I see some activator swag in their future. Um, if you have not made your purchase from Harem, mm-hmm. we still have that code ACTIVATE20. ACTIVATE with a K, all caps. All ACTIVATE20. Caps. Uh, that is good until October 30th. So there's still time. Perfect. As I was sitting in here, I just bought another thing with the code. Um, pair of shoes, super cute. Cute. Um, so don't forget to take advantage of that. It's yes. time. It's like shopping time of year, you know, like buy one thing. It's, it's October. So buy one thing for one person in October. And then that's less you have to do in November and December. There you go. Yeah. Um, that one person can be you too. Right. Buy something for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Do something nice for yeah, yourself. Exactly. I've been reading a book about that. Like, why do we tell ourselves we're not worthy of having nice things or experiencing mm-hmm. nice things or, you know, like treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't think my notes are, I think I crossed them all off. I think we did really good at not talking about what we need to talk about. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we got right around that. That worked so out well. Stay tuned. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hopefully Coming next in the week. Next, yeah. <laughs> we'll be Sometime over in the next few weeks. Yeah. We can divulge our issues. I'm trying to think what else. Um, I died about that. Did you see that thing? I, oh, yeah. You commented on the driver's ed thing from the Midwest. <laughs> Dude. I shared on Facebook. Okay. Well, yeah, I shared it. And then because I'm like, oh, my God, it's totally me. Like, I honk and wave. Right. I like do the deep beat. Going through. Yep, going through. Go through. Go through. When I moved here, I just walked. Right. Like, if you're at Target, for instance, and you are just going from your car yeah. to the door in Target. Yeah. They don't fucking stop no, here in D.C. Uh-uh, they just keep going. So there was numerous times where I almost just was splattered <laughs> on the ground because I just assume you would stop right. for pedestrians. Right. So weird. So then when, when there's cars behind me and I stop and yeah. let people go, yeah. or yeah. like the part that really killed me was the guy said, well, since I have a designated driver, I got to pull over right. to the tavern. I was like, oh, my God, Totally. <laughs> Anyways, that uh, was hilarious. There's a deer. There's, there's a turkey. A deer. <laughs> oh, we gotta pull we gotta pull over and see. What is it a tom? Is it does it have a beard? <laughs> uh, gotta find so a place funny. to hunt. Yeah. That Crack was good. Me up. All right. Well, I think that that that's a wrap. That's all I got for today. Yeah. We're about to record another episode that I'm super excited about. So. Me too. Yeah. I feel better now too. Stay tuned. Me too. I always feel yeah. better once we get going in here. Yeah. Okay, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. Stay up to date by following Steph underscore view and Kristen Lee Ballard on Instagram. Please share this episode and rate and review us today on iTunes. Thanks for being here. We love y'all. Later.